Welcome to the Beyond Success Podcast, a collection of conversations with the best business minds, captains of industry, and entrepreneurs in the world. Learn what their journey has taught them, how they applied the lessons they learned, and ultimately created six, seven, and even eight-figure businesses. We can't create successful businesses by ourselves, so sit back and let the Beyond Success Podcast be your mentor. Now, here's your host, author, entrepreneur, public speaker, and master money manifester, Daniel Mangana. Hello, and welcome to another edition of the podcast, guys. Every now and then, I get the opportunity to do something that really makes my belly warm and yummy. Here I get to do that, and that's to reintroduce Trisha to you guys. We actually had Trisha on an episode of Do It With Dan as a special, uh, what, maybe September, October of last year, something like that. I don't remember when it was. But anyway, then we kind of just sort of did some high level. This is Trisha. This is her magic. This is the thing. So go and do that. But today, here on Beyond Success, we're going to go into the actual magic it is that Trisha does. I'd love to share with you guys a little bit more of the magic that she's done and continues to do for me so that you can see something that I just mentioned to Trisha a few minutes ago, which is that I don't believe that all people who profess to do what Trisha does to be created equal, and I don't even think that they're created. I think that there's a process, there's a journey that they go through, uh, the greatness that comes forth and then is inspire, inspires greatness in others, doesn't show up overnight. So I'm really excited to have Trisha here. Trisha, thank you so much for uh, agreeing to come and hang out with me again. Oh my goodness. You ask and I'm a yes. I don't even need to know what you're asking. I'm just an absolute yes. Thank you. Brilliant, brilliant. Well, um, for the people that haven't heard the, the other podcast and they haven't pressed pause to go listen to the other one, go listen to the other podcast. Why don't you give us like a quick high level of who you are and what you do, and then we can dive into the yumminess a little more. I have been living and working in New York City for the last three decades in film, television, and theater. I am a showbiz girl. I moved to New York to pursue a career in dance, mm -hmm. had a very successful career dancing all around the world in massive opera houses in Paris and Vienna and Portugal and New York City. And when it was time for me to move to the other side of the table, I realized that I wanted to produce and direct and write so that I would have longevity as an artist, as a creator. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then several years ago, one of my friends said, I just booked a TED talk. Would you direct me? Mm -hmm. And that was super fun. It sounded like a one woman show. We'll work on the script analysis. We'll do blocking and choreography. Mm -hmm. I will work with you just like I do my actors on intention, objective and action, memorization, all the things. Mm -hmm. And that's what we did. And it was really, really satisfying because working with thought leaders is very different than working with actors. Mm -hmm. Love my actors, but they're mm -hmm. all self-absorbed <laughs> and it's always about them. When I'm, working, <laughs> when I'm working with a thought leader, it's really about the audience and it's about mm -hmm. being of service. So that was a new, a new twist for me. Mm -hmm. We finished our process and she planted the seed. You should do this. Mm -hmm. And I had no idea that there was a this. <laughs> did not know that people actually had coaches in general, mm -hmm. except for ballet teachers, directing coaches, acting coaches, writing mm -hmm. coaches. Didn't realize that there was a world of self-development, life coaching, speaker coaching. And so I had zero credibility in the space. Absolutely mm -hmm. zero. I'd been minding my own business, working in film, <laughs> television, theater. 
and before I knew it, when I said, that's interesting, I, I would love to work with thought leaders on, on their crafting their talks. It's just like a script. It's literally for me, just like a one person show. It's a theatrical mm-hmm. event. Mm-hmm. And the more honed in and tuned in they can become as performers mm-hmm. the more impact that they'll have mm. so i just opened myself up energetically to this possibility and mm. before i knew it i had all these speakers and nowhere to put them mm-hmm. and as a theater producer the best thing i can do is put on a show what's the best show for speakers tedx mm-hmm. so i became the executive producer of tedx lincoln square in new york city i applied for my license was mm-hmm. given my license produced that show for two years in New York City mm-hmm. and realized, oh, hey, wait a minute, I have an opportunity to really leave a lasting legacy mm-hmm. of incredible speakers. And I have an opportunity to share with them my years of experience with communication and performance mm-hmm. and choreography mm-hmm. and theatricality so that they can have a bigger impact, which means the ripple effect mm-hmm. of my legacy has just grown exponentially. Mm-hmm. And that's really what I did. I started applying my theatrical outlook and my point of view as a performer, as a director, as a dramaturg to the world of coaching Mm -hmm. and began working with speakers on how to give them the tools and the techniques that they can rely on over and over again to really become great speakers. Mm -hmm. And one of the things I love is that when so guys i I actually worked um one-on-one with with trisha for a few months and really got my idea and we'll talk about this as we go through but the clarity of ideas the the being able to take succinct grand thoughts and to put them not only in a palatable consumable (laughs) frame but also a communicable (laughs) frame even for someone who feels naturally acclimatized to their content as me. I mean, I, you put me on in front of anyone and I can talk beyond intention till the cows come home. You put me on any things that talk about beyond intention relation, I can do it. But there's a difference to having your information and sharing your information in a way that delivers and lands with people in the most effective way. And this is part, this is part and parcel of my journey with you, of course. It's like, oh, okay. What if you did not just have bullet points, but actually had a script that you followed that really we sat t- sat down with and made sure that there was an intentionality between it with every line, with the phrasing of every word, with how you're going to stand in the tonality so that it really gets home was a game changer. And I would like to boast about you for just a minute <laughs> because we did work together for several months and I did see the trend, the transformation. I mean, you came to me already excellent and excelling as a speaker and you you. have command of the material, you have command of who you are on stage. And what I got to witness a few weeks ago when I held that private (laughs) audition, which was a zoom audition for one of my colleagues who was a TEDx organizer I invited four people to privately audition for my colleague and you were one of them. Mm -hmm. The entire zoom room was silent. You (laughs) owned us. And so I'm boasting because you were able to take everything that we worked on for those Mm. three months and distill it down into 
How many minutes did you have? Seven minutes, I Seven believe. Seven minutes. Mm-hmm. You gave the most beautiful succinct, powerful seven minute. And I know you memorized, I can tell (laughs) seven minutes of beautiful content and delivery. It was really, I was super proud mama bear. Oh, thank you, mama bear. But it, but it was, but it was understanding. And this is one of the things, again, you know, someone can teach you how to deliver a talk, right? Hey, you know, you project your voice and have your back straight and all of the things, you know, don't shake, don't wobble and give you the rules, but there's something too. And this is one of the things like, again, I think sets you aside. And I want to talk more about where this journey was for you, but there's a difference between offering a talk and giving an experience wherein your talk is a part of it. And I feel that's very, where there's at least one difference between having a speaker coach, because I don't feel like describing you as my speaker coach, because it's more, there is like the choreography, there is that intentionality. It's almost the doula of my thoughts into the world, right? In spoken thought form. That's what it really, really feels like. And not to put down people that are speaking coaches, and this is not what we're talking about, there is just a different level of relationship to an audience when it is this choreographed experience. And for me, it was getting beyond this idea of, oh, I don't want to be like, you know, putting in a pretend show or faking it. No, when you're embodying and really being in it, you're delivering an experience wholly from the heart. It's just a different level of, of, of communication of, of material, I find, I find. Well, thank you. And I, I know that this comes directly from my years on stage and also mm-hmm. from my desire to get my actors to speak the truth in the moment. Mm. And that's how I apply speakers. It's mm-hmm. I am not interested in you articulating so perfectly that I hear all the words you're saying and stop listening. And I'm just watching you say words. I'm interested mm-hmm. in you being able to share the material so that I have have an opportunity for it to wash over me where I can experience it, potentially think about things in a different way. And you say the word doula, and I have used this before, Daniel, all of my speakers give birth and I'm simply the doula. Mm-hmm. And what's different about that from speaker coaching or teaching somebody how to articulate is we get messy. Mm -hmm. It is not a clean, painless experience. Mm -hmm. It is a dirty, vulnerable, messy experience. And Mm -hmm. that is something that I require Mm -hmm. from the speakers and from the thought leaders that I work with. If you think you know everything, there's Mm -hmm. a million people out there who can support (laughs) you. If you're ready to know nothing and to start at the beginning with me, then Mm -hmm. I want to work with you because it's about really being vulnerable and authentic in a way that is... It's like when a new a new horse, a baby calf is being born and they can't mm-hmm. quite stand up and they're wobbly because their complete foundation is 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 not under them yet. Mm-hmm. I want to be able to work with thought leaders and impactful human beings who are willing to not know everything and who are willing to take the risks. And we worked on intention, everything Mm -hmm. in your script, Mm -hmm. we highlighted, what do you want from the audience in this moment? And how Mm -hmm. are you going to go after it? Mm -hmm. It's not just, here's the words. We understood when the beat change happened. We understand Mm -hmm. if you were educating, inspiring, motivating, scaring, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm entertaining all of the mm-hmm. things and that's the kind of depth and three-dimensionality that I work with with my speakers it's mm-hmm. the same thing with coaching my actors we've mm-hmm. got to understand what you want the audience to experience mm-hmm. from this scene and mm-hmm. we must relentlessly go after it until we get it mm-hmm. 
It felt like, and this is the thing that I've I've found to be the truth with 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 the work. It's that there's a difference between the physical communication of something of the thought through what I'm saying, even where I'm standing and how I'm saying it, and the and the energetic, the vibrational transfer of the thought that happens. And I found that to be the difference. You know, I I did, you know, Rotary Club and I got a best speaker award when I was like 14 or whatever. I'm saying, yes, you know, by properly enunciating and delivering. But there's a difference between transmitting the energy of a thought to an audience, whether it's on podcast, whether it's on a, a Facebook live or a YouTube video, or whether it's on a stage, there is a difference. And, and that curation of a set script that's been, you know, we, we've sat down and we said, this is what we're going to be delivering here. This is what we want to deliver here. It's a change maker. And I think all too, too, too often, especially those of us that have our own thoughts. So for example, with me, you know, I'm not delivering someone else's ideas. I'm delivering thoughts and ideas that I've actually born of my own experience. And we can get into that. I already know that, you know, I know this, you know, you can't tell me, but having someone with the skill, with the expertise, with the gift to be able to call you to where those subtle energetic shifts are happening with what you're saying and why you're saying it makes, I I can't even say it makes a difference. It takes the material to a new dimension, a new dimensional experience, I think. I think also it's about us showing up in complete collaboration. It's Mm. about us showing up and having that energetic exchange. And Mm -hmm. this is what I love is I come to a, to a table with a leader Mm -hmm. who is speaking about things that I may not know anything about, Mm -hmm. whether it's manifestation, mindset, root canals, (laughs) blind children, whatever they come to me and say, I want to write a Ted talk or a keynote. And I Mm -hmm. may or may not know anything about what their area of expertise is. Mm. So I get to come in neutral Mm. and to highlight what I'm seeing and to reflect back because you've lived it, Mm. but I get to come in with neutral eyes and, Mm. and reflect back something that you may not not have known or seen. And that's where the magic happens. Mm. Mm. Yummy. Yummy, yummy stuff. And guys, you're probably getting this already. Trisha's got the biggest, lovely mama bear heart as well. You just, there's, it's just a great space to be, a great space to be in. Let's quickly, because I want to start going backwards, but what I want to do is anchor that move backwards with your most recent book, The Influential Voice, which I'm waiting for my copy of the post now because it's out now, right? It's out. So my, I did a pre-order, so I'm waiting for mine to show up here, but I'm in Mexico, so Lord knows what's going to show up. I'm really excited about that. So guys, look out for the book review show that's going to feature um, Trisha's book out here soon. Just be subscribing to all the things. Um, what's the influential voice all about? What are, we, what are we talking about in this book? Oh, my goodness. I was shopping around a book about public speaking for almost a year. Mm -hmm. And I was getting a no, I was getting invited to the table, agents, publishers, (laughs) having meetings. And it was just not turning into anything. (laughs) And what I came to realize is that I didn't really want to write a book about public speaking, which is why I wasn't getting a book about writing a book about public speaking. So I was like, okay. I'm not really interested in writing this book. Everyone wants me to write it. I'm not connected to it emotionally Mm -hmm. at all. Mm -hmm. And then 
Ahmaud Arbery's murder came out and became mm-hmm. public. And then Breonna Taylor was murdered. And then mm-hmm. George Floyd was murdered. And then mm-hmm. we had two impeachment hearings in this country. Mm-hmm. And I sat down and wrote chapter one of the influential book, influential voice book, and had a call with a publisher and a book deal within two days. Wow. And the reason is because I knew in that moment in time that I needed to write a book about what it means to have dignified communication. Mm-hmm what it means to live in a country that's based on systemic racism and how Mm -hmm. we must begin to communicate from a higher level of dignity, respect, and love. Mm -hmm. And being able to tell my personal story of growing up on a farm Mm -hmm. in Arnold, Missouri with my grandmother who had an eighth grade education and an outhouse in the backyard and how I learned to shoot a gun and we would eat squirrels for dinner. And yet I am now living in New York City With a book out, that means Mm -hmm. anything is possible and everyone's voice matters, period. Mm -hmm. And so I really wanted to write this book so that I could impact people, human beings, anywhere at any time who cannot Mm -hmm. work with me, who aren't able to work with me, because Mm -hmm. everyone's voice matters. And being able to step into the role of an influential voice starts at home with your Mm -hmm. children. It starts in school if you're a teacher and the classroom. It is the CEO who is talking to their colleagues. It is the thought leader who is a change maker. Every Mm -hmm. single person has the opportunity to become an influential voice. And what you say will leave lasting legacy. So Mm -hmm. you better get real clear if you're going to be speaking from a place of hate, Mm -hmm. love, truth or fear. Mm-hmm. And that's what this book is all about. Mm. I'm just going to click my fingers a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> so what kind of sings to me from that is every voice has the opportunity to be of influence, whether we accept that opportunity and what we do with that opportunity, whether we're conscious of it or not matters. Without question. And I share this story with you in April of 2020, when New York was shut down, Mm -hmm. the neighborhood grocery store was open for 24 hours. They decided to open for 24 hours so that people could shop and be socially distanced and safe. Mm -hmm. And so I would go to the grocery store at 530 in the morning, full Mm -hmm. mask, gloves, my own bags, the whole thing. Mm -hmm. And it was dark and Mm -hmm. Nobody was out in New York, super quiet. Everything was scary, total chaos and uncertainty. And Pamela, the beautiful Pamela in full hair, makeup, lashes, masked, would always try to guess what I was going to be making for dinner based on what was in my grocery cart. (laughs) That woman was a massively influential voice on me for Mm -hmm. me because Mm -hmm. she made me feel safe. She made me feel normal. She Mm -hmm. made me feel seen Mm -hmm. every single time I'd go to the grocery store at five 30 in the morning. She had no idea the impact she was having on me when she would talk about the enchiladas I was making based on the avocados in my bag or (laughs) the fact that she, she knew I bought flowers every single time I came in and I'd always give her one Mm -hmm. that amazing Pamela in full hair and makeup ready to serve Mm-hmm. She is an influential voice. So no matter what you do, where you live, who you are, you never know the kind of impact you are going to have on someone. And when you make a decision to be kind and to see someone, mm-hmm. that is the kind of impact mm-hmm. and influence that leads lasting legacy. 
Thank you for sharing that. I actually share like a very micro version of that actually when I'm talking <laughs> to people now since you told me that story. Like, yeah, like just the whole, the whole thing of people not, people underestimating the impact that they can have. Um, I've also spoken on different podcasts. I'm not sure if I've done it on mine, but this whole thing of job shaming, for example, and people thinking that everybody has to be an entrepreneur and everyone has to be this. And if you're not doing that, then you're nothing worth. No, the world needs people doing different things in order to, to work. And every single one of those things that we have, the garbage man, right? Uh, the teacher, the nurse are no different from the CEO in that they contribute to the working mechanism of society and make it work. And shaming ourselves and holding ourselves small in the face of the role that we consider to be seemingly less, quote unquote, seemingly less significant than the Jeff Bezos, no because Jeff Bezos may have the idea for Amazon, but the person who's packing the, from the shelf in the Amazon warehouse is the person that keeps the thing together. They all contribute to the dream coming alive and every single one of them has a voice and has an action and has a contribution and all of it matters. And I say that the person who packs my Amazon box with mm -hmm. the least amount of packing possible in the smallest box possible, I energetically thank that person. <laughs> Do you know what this happened? We got some, um, we had to get some, some baby sunscreen for, for Ethan and we ordered it on Amazon. Then I found out that they had exactly the same one in Walmart, but that's another thing. But like, there's this massive box that you could probably fit, I don't know five books in for this little tube of <laughs> sunscreen. It's like, what, what the dickens was the point in that? But yeah, I don't know. <laughs> that's, that's my thing. I'm with you on that. Like why is it this big box? But um, let's, let's start to backtrack now because you know, we, we're in New York now. We, we've had a, this illustrious career dotting all over the world. And, and you said, you know, you were out on the farm learning to shoot a gun like that journey, and we've spoken a little bit, so I know there was there was a manifestation of the opportunities that brought you to being, right? There were no top class world leading dance teachers in your town. You had to make it happen. Talk to us a little bit more about that and the belief that it, it requires in yourself to actually make that journey from the farms of Missouri to the height of the, the entertainment industry. Well, I think what's interesting, and I do talk about this in my book, is that I was unconsciously competent. <laughs> I was working hard and I thought that's how you get what you want. You work hard, you show up. I was disciplined. I had grit. I had consistency. Dancers uh, work through pain. They work through no. That was just part of my DNA. Mm -hmm. What I didn't realize was that I had the capacity for manifestation and that I could become <laughs> consciously competent. And when that clicked... Just one second, just one second, just one second. Guys, the reason why we're laughing is because Trisha's quoting my, my speech. <laughs> She's quoting my speech now, yeah. so that's why we're laughing. So please. So now on. that I have spent time with you, Daniel, and I'm very, very comfortable with the idea of manifestation <laughs> and uh, knowing that you are a master manifester as well, really understanding that I was manifesting and and unconsciously calling things into my life. Mm. When I got clear that it wasn't, that I could be conscious, mm -hmm. that is when everything became even bigger for me. Mm. And I was able to serve even more. Mm -hmm. I knew that I wanted to work with all of the greats in New York City. I knew I was going to move here. I didn't know how. And mm. of course, that is the formula. You don't have to know how. It's not your nope. business to know mm -hmm. how. And so that was how I got to New York. I didn't know how I was just going to get here. Mm. When I got 
thought conscious and I made the decision, I'm going to serve thought leaders. I'm going to have an impact by supporting other people with what I know and what I know works from the directoral point of view of my career and my theater experience and my film experience and my directing experience. Then I started attracting people like you into Mm -hmm. my life. And Edmund Graham's agent called and said, would you be willing to interview him on your podcast? His new book is coming out. Mm -hmm. And that's the energetic shift of staying open. Like, A, I'm prepared. Mm -hmm. I've done the work. I know that I'm the person to be serving on this level. Mm -hmm. And B, of course, I'm the person to Mm -hmm. be serving Mm -hmm. on this level. There's no Mm -hmm. other person. And that Mm -hmm. doesn't mean there's not room for everybody. There's room for everyone. But Mm -hmm. my unique point of view is going to attract the right Mm -hmm. people so Mm -hmm. I can serve on a greater uh, capacity. And when I became conscious, it really didn't hit me until I was sitting at my kitchen table on 57th Street and 10th Avenue. And I was getting ready for a hypnotherapy session with one of my coaches. Mm -hmm. And I was focusing on just quieting my mind before the call. And I got a download, which was, you have to move. And I thought, I hope Joe comes with me, my husband. (laughs) (laughs) Oh no, I have to move. (laughs) And we had lived in this apartment on 57th and 10th for 15 years together. He was there five years prior to me. Anyone who knows anything about New York City, if you've got a good apartment and they're not raising the rent, you don't move. You stay. (laughs) You stay. Yeah. And I had a conversation with Joe and I said, I don't don't know what to say, except I got the download and we have to move. Mm -hmm. And he was turned white as a ghost. How are you? What are you talking about? How are we moving? What does this mean? You're insane woman. And within three months, we had a new apartment Mm -hmm. and we literally moved from 57th and 10th to 55th and 9th, Mm -hmm. two blocks in an avenue Mm -hmm. from a very dark apartment that was a walk up. Mm-hmm. to a very bright apartment that has a doorman, an mm-hmm. elevator, a gym, an outside, outside space. And I get to literally look outside the window to the Alvin Ailey Dance Theater. Wow. And the reason I said yes to that download is because I needed to become consciously competent. Mm-hmm. Unconscious would have been, oh, let me push that aside. Mm-hmm. You don't need to listen to that. Mm-hmm. No, I did listen to that. And that expansion mm-hmm. led me to this moment in time with you. Mm, I love that. Following the breadcrumbs, saying yes, saying yes. So it's been a process of saying yes and applying that that yes saying to an embodiment of what the yes means, which was that discipline, which was that grit, which was working at it. And I think I actually tweeted about this um, maybe an hour ago. It's like, do you want it to be easy or do you want it to be done? That's that what it. Do you want it easy? Do you want it to work? Right. And all too often when people look at the idea of being an influential, I want to be a thought leader. Oh yeah. I want to, I want to say stuff that people are going to listen to. (laughs) Oh yeah. I want to, I want to be in the arts. I want to dance. I want to act, blah, blah, blah. Do you want it to be easy or do you want it to work? There is a work element to it. And what I love about the story you're sharing is that, yeah, you were doing the work and also honoring the, the other side to it, that intuitive side, honoring that, the soul aspect of it too, and bringing those together, much like, again, you know, how you invite us to share our work through the the, 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 the method that you teach. It's 
yeah, we're going to stand in a certain place because there's a psychological response to you standing at a certain place in a certain way. There's a psychological response to the toning of a thing a certain way, but that's because we want to compute, communicate the spirit of the thing. So it's, it's bringing them together, uh, that masculine and feminine aspect of it. And I think when you go to the theater and you see an exquisite performance, you mm-hmm. n- may not know why. Mm-hmm. You may not be able to articulate, wow, that was such a spectacular performance. Mm-hmm. But when you go to the theater and you're like, that was really not very good, <laughs> you usually can tell why. <laughs> It's normally because the actor's making it about them or the speaker Mm. is making it about them or they're putting on a show and there's nothing truthful about the moment. Mm. That's something that is really what I want to continue to share with my speakers is that you can move beyond good to great and Mm. you can transform and energetically shift who you are on stage Mm. and bring your audience along with you for that transformation. It is Mm. absolutely possible. Yummy, yummy, yummy. Just want to just selfishly plug you. Selfish, selfishly. I don't know the word. I want to plug you a little bit because, yes, obviously working with you on a one-on-one basis, it, there is a process, you know, there's some vetting and so on and so forth and obviously investment. But there are also other ways that people can work with you. They can get the book. They can subscribe to the podcast. We'll pop um, some links to that in the show notes. Um, but you also have an academy, don't you? An academy that you take people through. Why don't you tell us a little bit more about the academy, which we did speak to, to some extent, in the other episode. But I just want to bring that into the context of what we've been speaking about today. Thank you. I am very passionate about giving people the tools and the techniques that they can use to identify their idea, write their content, learn Mm -hmm. how to perform it, learn how to pitch, even learn how to make money speaking. Mm -hmm. And it's important to me that the speakers who go through my 12-week certification program, which is the Big Talk Academy, that Mm -hmm. not only do they understand the values of my company, but also that community is very important. And because you go through my program, you become certified, which means mm-hmm. you understand what the values are. You're going to show up on time. You're going to be a good human being. You're mm-hmm. going to know how to perform. You are a certified vetted speaker because you've gone through the Big Talk Academy and you have become certified. So it's my hope that any decision makers, conference organizers, producers, media, TEDx organizers, they know that if you are a certified Big Talk Academy speaker, you are next level and they can Mm. count on you to be Mm. great. So that's Mm. why I wanted to create this program. Also, it's virtual. Mm. Not everybody can come to New York City and work with me Mm one-on-one. And that's why I wanted to create this program. And it gives people an opportunity to perform at the end, Mm -hmm. which is really exciting at the showcase. Are you going to come? It's on June 8th. I hope. Yeah, I tried to to say to Jazz, anyway, you can sneak me onto the speaking docket. She's like, yeah, nice try, Dad, but you can come and watch. I said, okay, I'm going to come. So... (laughs) So I already tried to wrangle, wrangle that. So um, I'll be along to watch. You don't ask, you don't get, do you? That's true. That's very true. You don't ask, you don't get. So yeah, I I do want to make sure um, there's some way that people can get some more information about it or some kind of link. Is there something that people can do? Of course, you can go to the bigtalkacademy.com. And Mm -hmm. I would love to give all of your listeners chapter one for free of the book. Nice, nice. Yeah, that's the influentialvoicebook.com forward slash chapter. Brilliant. Well, we'll make sure we pop that in the show notes as well so people can connect with it. Trisha, as always, I am warmed, I'm filled up, I'm feeling yummy. Um, is there anything that you want to leave the listeners with before we start to wrap this up today? 
I think really understanding that your voice matters and Mm -hmm. stepping into the role of being an influential voice starts at home. Mm -hmm. It doesn't mean you have to be at the Barclay Center speaking with Oprah. Mm -hmm. It means that you need to be clear on your purpose, your values and your mission so that Mm -hmm. you can have the kind of impact that you want in the world. Brilliant. Thank you so much. Guys, thanks for tuning in. Make sure you head to, is it theinfluentialvoicebook.com? Theinfluentialvoicebook.com forward slash chapter. Go ahead and get that chapter. We'll pop some links in for you to check out Trisha's podcast and read more about her and all of the things and to get into a lovely world. If you, as an entrepreneur, as a thought leader, as a business owner, really want to take the communication of your offer, the communication of your message, the communication of the the, the the gifts that you want to share with the world to the next level. There is no other place that I would love to share with you to find out more about that than, um, than Trisha, my very own doula. Till next time, guys, <laughs> keep dreaming with your eyes open. Remember, you can consciously choose a more abundant, joyful, purpose-driven life. You have an influential voice and you matter. Bye for now. Thank you for joining us for this week's episode of the Beyond Success Podcast. We hope that it has been of service to you. For more information and to stay up to date with the latest from Daniel Mangana, please head over to dreamwithdan.com. We'll see you for the next one.